0: hey guys uh welcome to the young and not so dumb podcast this is michael and abe Woo! Woo! hey guys so i'm gonna be talking about something that i learned from gary vaynerchuk it's something that's really cool and has helped me out a lot and i just haven't thought to talk about it so something that gary vaynerchuk does is he he we've talked about it before but it's like more um in depth so basically he doesn't judge himself and this is something that he doesn't really talk about that much until someone that he was on a podcast with um talked to him about and said hey you do this he's like you have a superpower gary v and he's like what is it he's like your ability to not judge yourself and then i thought to myself why is that a superpower it just seems like something that you like just do, like, don't judge yourself. But thinking about it more deeply and like hearing more what he had to say, it was really cool because um basically he he doesn't care what he does. Like he does, but he doesn't, if that makes sense. Obviously it doesn't because it's contradicting us. So let me explain it. So the he does side means he wants to do things that, first of all, he enjoys, but he also wants to do things that um Bring him closer to his goals and he wants to help people because that is one of his goals so he does things like that and he wants to do those things he also doesn't want to do things that like waste his time and don't bring him closer to the goals so the contradiction of um he cares what he does but he doesn't um the he doesn't care what he does side is okay so i wanted to accomplish all these things today and i didn't accomplish all of them He doesn't judge himself, meaning he doesn't get down on himself and say, oh, Gary, you suck. Like, oh, this was a waste of time or, oh, you wasted seven hours talking to some guy about a football game when you could have like been at meetings or something like that. Like he doesn't judge himself. I remember in a video, he literally said I could, he literally said I could sleep for the next 24 hours. And obviously he's a CEO, so he has a bunch of other stuff going on. But he said, I could sleep for the next 24 hours and I'd be pumped. And normally someone would just judge themselves super hard and be like, dude, like I wasted all this time they get down on themselves, but he doesn't do that. And it's like such a freeing superpower because it's like, it's a, it's a mindset that I've adopted and I've been trying to adopt. Um, obviously it's like hard to like adopt mindsets perfectly, but it's very helpful because it gives you more, um, freedom, gives you more wiggle room. Like you aren't following, um, this, like this narrow path where it has to be this way because chances are you're human. So chances are you're going to step off of that. And that's going to make you feel like, Oh dude, I messed up. Like this sucks. I can't believe I did this. But instead of getting so hard on yourself, you'll just be like, Hey, like this happened, but this is okay. Like maybe I needed to do this. Like um, I used to set like uh crazy, like um, time like constraints for things where like um, I'd need to get up, So I'd only give myself like five and a half hours of sleep or whatever. And then if I didn't reach that, I'd just get up anyways and then I'd feel like crap if, you know, because like, oh, I actually ended up getting three hours of sleep because I went to bed earlier or later than I was supposed to or whatever. Um, Or I would like wake up later than the time and then I'd feel like crap, like, oh, I was supposed to do this. And like that's discipline, like that's a good thing. But at the same time, you might need more sleep or Um, Something, something else that I like know that like helps along with this, um, the not judging yourself is when you have things scheduled with people, you can't put a time constraint on that time constraint on that because people, you can't assume how something's like you don't know the future, first of all, so you can't assume how an interaction or something's going to go down like You could schedule something with someone and think it's going to take five minutes, but maybe the person needed to tell you something really important and it took 15 minutes. Now you're behind by 10 minutes and you're going to be thinking about that for the rest of the day. But if you don't judge yourself, you'd be like, oh, well, this is super important to me. This person was important to me and I am behind schedule, but that's okay. And it allows you to be something else that we've touched on is being present. It helps you like do everything in the moment and actually get more things done. Um, So not judging yourself allows you to be more present. And also it allows you to be human and make errors and not follow this narrow path, but like do your own thing and do the thing that you want to do. Also, um, another reason why like not judging yourself is super helpful and awesome is like you, you have the ability to um, accomplish more things and like be more productive because in the moments that you're doing things, you might see something that you didn't see when you originally schedule out your day or you originally planned something out. Like, let's say I'm walking down the street and my original plan was to go through this green light before it turns red and it's at yellow and I'm like, oh, I still got to go. But then I notice that there's, um, I don't know, let's say there's, for whatever reason, there's a rhinoceros in the middle of the road. I would probably instead of being like, Oh, there's a rhino in the middle of the road, but I still have to go. I need to make this green light. I realized that maybe it would be better to wait because there's something in my way. And if I would have just went with what I originally planned, I would have hit the rhinoceros and then would have made my day like way worse. But because I was like, it's okay that I'm not going to go through the path that I originally set for myself. I'm not going to judge myself. I'm going to say, Hey, this is life. Things happen. Things come up. And so you kind of have to think about not judging yourself like that. Like, you are this person that wants to do these certain things. You have these certain goals, but you also have things that can come up in life that won't allow you to do the things exactly the way you planned them because you weren't in that moment. You, you can't predict the future. So that's like the main thing. Also, you have to realize you're not a perfect human, which we've touched on earlier, um, like last podcast, the maybe I'm not here to be perfect. I'm here to be me. So like thinking with that mindset and understanding like, Hey, I, I shouldn't judge myself. I don't need to be completely doing everything perfectly. Like I could, I could literally be like, I have all these plans for today, but instead of that, I'm just going to kick back and like watch a movie or something because you need to realize that life sure it's serious, but at the same time you have to like enjoy it. And I remember, um, there's some days where I was just like, I have to constantly be working. And then if I didn't, I felt like guilty about it. But then I would just get overloaded with stress and a bunch of other stuff because I wasn't actually being, I wasn't giving myself the freedom to be myself. Like I wasn't giving myself the flexibility to be me because me at my core, isn't just this like robot that does everything that he's supposed to. I am a person that needs more than just the stuff that I should be doing. Like work wise, I have other aspects of myself and I need to be okay with, not always accomplishing my goals or making my plans happen perfectly because i have other aspects of me that are important that i need to fulfill and if it doesn't go according to plan or if for whatever reason i just waste an entire day or i think like i waste this entire day that's already the wrong mindset going in but i have an entire day where i'm not productive that's okay because that means i needed it that means that's something that my body's like hey i need this like or hey you need this and that'll help me be more productive in the long run instead of forcing myself to do something that I'm not really like super excited about doing, and then it'll make me do it slower and less efficiently overall. So instead of losing one day, I'll lose like many, many, many days because I'll be working so much less efficiently and I'll have all these other problems that arise instead of just being okay with not being perfect, not judging myself for not doing everything the way that I think I should in that moment, because I couldn't predict the future. And if I do need something like extra more than I planned, that's okay. I shouldn't judge myself for it because otherwise it's just going to cause more problems on the road so yeah don't judge yourself be okay with not doing everything perfectly and not doing everything according to plan also like be okay with like hey I had this plan this was gonna happen but no it didn't I just ended up like technically wasting my day not being productive but sometimes that's the most productive thing you can do yeah guys so that's not judging yourself so the next topic that I wanted to talk about was Who you surround yourself with. Now, I'm sure everyone's heard you are like the five people you surround yourself with. You're most like the five people that you surround yourself with or you're with the most, the average of those people. And that's definitely something that I would say is true or nearly true, depending on different circumstances. Maybe it's like less people. Maybe you're surrounding yourself really close to three people or something, but it's like slightly different in every situation. But it's, it's generally true who you surround yourself with does affect who you are and who you become. So it's important to like make sure that you surround yourself with people that value you and don't judge you. And like, that's something that we talked about in um, one of the last few podcasts about judging people and judgment. Like it's okay if they judge you neutrally, but if they judge you negatively where they're like, I'm better than you, you're worse than me, or they constantly try to drag you down unless it's like jokingly and they don't mean it. If they constantly are trying to do that, you should probably find um, other people to surround yourself with. Because otherwise, you're not going to have genuine relationships with them. And it'll just be all about, like, how can I be more important than them? And you'll end up being like them. And that would just be lame and super unproductive for your life. So, like, the main people that I surround myself with, there's, like, four main people. And those four people, I know, like, I have I have a lot of trust in them. Knowing that, like, no matter what, like, because we, we pick on each other all the time. Like, it's like, we, we do that all the time. But, like, we know... At our core, like we care about each other and we love each other in like a brotherly way. And it's like we we know when something important is happening that we need to like talk to each other about or we just like we we kind of have a common goal that we want to get further in life and we want to support each other. And we want to like do the things that we want to do. And we're kind of like all, we all have that like mutual goal of like, we want our lives to be better. And we all want to support each other because we know that's going to help us each. So we'll joke with each other and say like, oh, you're an idiot or like this or that, or like, but, but we don't like genuinely mean it. Whereas in some situations, you'll surround yourself with people that are actually genuinely saying it, or they're saying it so that they can look better themselves. So make sure you surround yourself with people that appreciate you and who you are. And who won't judge you because you'll end up being like them and if you surround yourself with people who are actually like going like have are going in a good direction you're going to affect yourself positively some people like no matter what you do some people just won't appreciate you like i know i'm an awesome person i'm funny i'm entertaining like i'm all these awesome things i care about people and there's so many things about me that are awesome but some people will completely overlook that and not see those aspects of a person. So here's a good example of this. Um, So there's a lot of history books that like say that Jesus like was crucified. So whether or not you believe in Christianity or not um, it's, it's a generally regarded thing that Jesus was a person and he was crucified. Um, So that's historically accurate. So if you can believe that and you believe that Jesus, even if you don't think he like, he was the son of God, even if you believe that he was a really good person, I'm talking about Jesus. He was this like amazing, like awesome, if you're Christian, this perfect person. And he got crucified. That means he got nailed to a cross. So obviously there were some people that didn't see him for who he was. So if you surround yourself with people that don't see you as who you are, you'll get crucified. Like not, not physically, obviously, or I, I hope not, that would suck. Um, like metaphorically or like they'll constantly like pick on you or try and pull you down to make themselves look better. They won't see you for who you actually are. They'll like overlook who you are. And if you surround yourself with people like that, you're going to start thinking that. So you need to surround yourself with people that are supportive and like care for you. And like they could jokingly like make jokes about you, but like at the end of the day, you genuinely know that they care for you and you care for them. Surround yourself with people like that and your life will just be a million times better. Surround yourself with people that appreciate who you are. Like there's some people that I know that don't appreciate me for who I am. So I, I just stop communicating with them because I'm like, yeah, this isn't this isn't helping me and I'm not going to be able to help them if I'm constantly thinking, oh, they're judging me. Oh, what are they thinking about me like that? That's not going to help me like you you can like try and help them and stuff, but don't surround yourself with them like a lot like don't try and be in their presence a lot because at the end of the day, like, you know who you are. They're never going to really know who you are. Because they haven't been there for your entire life. They don't know you. That's something else we touched on before. But no one knows you. Not even your mother knows you. Not the closest person. Think of the closest person in your life. Do they Have they been there every second? Have they been there the whole path? Have they been there the whole way? Do they really know? No, they don't. You're the only person that really knows. So keep that in mind. And obviously, some people are going to have flawed views of you. Jesus got nailed to a cross. He, he got crucified. And he was a pretty good guy. So chances are, people aren't going to see you for who you actually are. Um, so make sure that you surround yourself with people who actually appreciate who you are and see you for who you are and not less than who you are, or aren't trying to drag you down to make themselves look bigger, because that's a big problem that I used to have. And I've surrounded myself with mainly people that support me and see me for who I actually am.
1: So I agree with a lot of what Michael was just talking about, and I think a lot of it makes sense. For the last topic that Michael was talking more th- more so fo- and more so focused on was the idea of surrounding yourself with people who see the value in you, who like who you are and how you view yourself and what you do and don't try to look down at you in some weird um, socially like messed up way. And with that, that is definitely very important and very helpful. Um, however, no matter what, you are going to be in different situations where there are other people um, who you're associated with or you have to spend time with or maybe you even, like or maybe you just enjoy spending time with them, but they're pretty negative and have an overall negative ef- effect on you. Um, like in general, not everyone's going to have your best interests in mind. And so they might do things that won't be very helpful. So there are some things that I've done um, that have worked for me so far in combating that. And when I don't do the things that I know that are useful, then it kind of it just messes me up and I start to believe some negative things that they're kind of projecting onto me. So with that, the defensive thing and so maybe somewhat offensive, but the key thing is to Take whatever they say about you or whatever they generalize onto you or any kind of belief that they see the world as that you don't think really sits right. Um, And you should take whatever that idea is and see if there's anything that can invalidate it. Um, Yeah, so you've got to test it against whatever. Like, see if there's any case or any possibility of it being wrong at any point in time in any situation. And chances are there is. So that's that's like the best outcome of that because if someone has a negative belief about you or a negative belief about the world, and you find yourself starting to identify with that, you can put it through that test, and chances are you'll find something wrong. And um, chances are, if you do that with your own beliefs, with your own limiting beliefs, and even with some of like your own like positive beliefs, you'll find ways where that is false. And what that does is it helps you either redefine the belief in a more of a constraint of like so far in your life, in that situation, um, you've done this, like this event during um, this time or have have not taken like the action you should have during like one situation or something like that. But either way, it's way better to view it that way because. That might be an accurate record of the past, but that doesn't mean it's an always—it's something that's always going to happen in the future and something that has always happened. So it's like, if you get a B on a math test, it doesn't mean, oh, I always get Bs, and that's your identity from now on. It means, hmm, has there ever been a time in the past where you haven't gotten a B or have gotten a better grade? Yes. Okay. Well, you're not a B student. You're just someone who's gotten a B one time. In that specific situation and it's a lot better um and with like beliefs that other people might kind of like portray onto you if like they are playing the social game where they're trying to be on a more superior level than you are might be of like they're smarter than you um or they're more intelligent than you and like it it could be true or it could not be, but either way, it's not going to be healthy for you to assume that they're more intelligent than you or that they know what's better for you than you do. And like, that is a secondary belief of the first one. And that's definitely not helpful. You don't, I I don't really know a situation. Um, maybe unless if you've been like really addicted to drugs or something where that would change your consciousness, um, where you want to believe that other people would know what's better for you, then you know, what's better for you. Um, because like chances are, even if you actually don't know what's better for you, you can find out, but nonetheless, like a a good example of that would be someone saying like, or someone explaining things in a way where they sound smarter than you and you starting to think, Oh, this person's really smart. Maybe I should follow their advice in general. And then based off of those two beliefs, they give you a piece of advice and then like, you start to adapt it. But something that's much more beneficial for you and healthier and better for yourself, your like your self-worth, your value, your state of being, that's the word I was looking for, is to test it. So if like you think this person is very smart, smarter than you, and they know like what's better in general, and then they give you a belief and you try to adopt it, um, you've got to put it through that test. So a somewhat common example of that could be someone saying that you're shy, and it could be that person that you think has more merit than you do in different situations. So you follow their advice in general, and they say you're shy and your opinion, their opinion matters to you. Um, instead of just adapting that as a part of your personality and thinking that you're shy overall and therefore creating more social problems than you actually have or ever need to have, um, you could just see if at any point in time that's ever been inaccurate. Like, for example, are you shy when you're talking to people that you have known your whole life? Well, you, you could be in some situations, but not in all of them. Or probably not most of the time. So that, that's like one given. Like, are you shy when you're talking to one of your really good friends? No. Are you shy? Um, have Or have you been confident in situations where you don't know people? Like, think about that. Have you ever been confident in a situation where you didn't know everybody in the environment that you were? Well, if you think that you haven't been, you're wrong because everyone has been if you're past the age of like five or something. And I, I think that's I don't think that there's any way that couldn't be true. So, I mean, if you want to believe that you could, but then I would put it up to the test again. Is there anything that can invalidate that? And for me personally, I know a lot throughout my life in general um because like i've been friends with a lot of people and like there's a lot of really good things about people that i really like even if they do have or even if they do like kind of put out a negative effect like that one like the social game of them being higher than me on something um you can just combat it with that simple test is what they said true 100% of the time and don't look for ways to confirm that it's true look for ways to invalidate it to where it wouldn't be true.
0: Yeah, so something I want to add to that is to so say you are in this situation, um, obviously disprove it, but you can also exaggerate the opposite. So say someone says you're shy. If you're in the situation around other people, go up to other people and be like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so shy right now. Like I can't even like, oh my gosh, I'm super shy. And like go around telling other people that being super unshy, which ironically proves that you, first of all, aren't shy Because the person that said that to you, like if you were shy, you wouldn't be going around talking to a bunch of people, first of all. And you wouldn't be exploiting like, oh my gosh, I'm a shy person. What shy person would say that? They wouldn't. You could exaggerate it. So if someone says something about you that's untrue, like someone today said, you're not that funny. So what I could have done was I could have been like, Oh my gosh, you're right. I'm not funny. Literally, like I walk into a room and people stop laughing because I'm so not funny and just like overly exaggerate their point to the point where it does the opposite of what they were trying to do or it makes the opposite thing happen because then that proves that you don't care what their opinion is, uh, is of you. And it also shows that you're okay with that being a thing or not being a thing. And also, you're disproving it at the same time. So it's like basically like saying, you wasted your breath saying that like you like and you're showing to yourself hey this isn't true so like just basically you can take it and throw it back in the person's face by over exaggerating what they're saying to the point to where it seems stupid because then you'll see yourself that it is stupid and it's not true
1: yeah so basically disprove it or make a joke about it have fun with it and show how it's obviously not true
0: yeah, so that's super important for yourself because the first person that you want to know what's true and what isn't is yourself. If that makes sense, because you really your your entire life is based off of what you think and what you believe and what you do, so Like that's basically the definition of life is like what you do, what you say like that. That's what your life is. So you need to be the first person to understand if something's not true, it's not true. So you need to convince yourself that. And by exaggerating the examples that the person gives you, they're basically giving you um, a free opportunity to exaggerate whatever they say and just have fun with it and just act like in like a dork, but like enjoy it. Like someone says, you're dumb then say, Oh my gosh, I'm so dumb. I can't understand what you're saying. Can you speak in a language that I understand? Like caveman, like just over-exaggerate what they say to the point where it's like, to you, it's not true because you know, it's not true. And then like, as long as you understand that everything else will pretty much work out from that point. And then also that person will realize, Oh, that's not true because they're literally smart enough to understand that what I'm saying isn't true and they're proving it to me. So obviously what I'm saying isn't true and they'll stop saying that and stop thinking it or they'll keep giving you free opportunities to make jokes, which is like always exciting. Like I, I love making jokes. So when people give me free opportunities to make jokes like, hey, keep it coming. Like I'm, I'm cool with that.
1: So that is also some very useful stuff. Um, definitely things that I've applied that Michael's applied. That's been good. So along with that, about adopting beliefs from other people or, um, like kind of identifying with what other people say about you or say about the world or different things like that, that you haven't actually validated yourself. Um, that is something more common too, than what we think overall. I read this really good quote from, um, Brendan Bouchard that I wrote down a while ago, um, where it's, if you're going through the motions, it's because you're going through someone else's motions if your life feels boring, it's because you're living someone else's life, and it feels boring. So essentially, with that, um, what that means is when you're like when you're not really satisfied with what you're doing, or you're not really happy about how your life is going, or how like some aspect of your life is going, or you don't feel motivated to do something. Um, like one of the main reasons why that could be. Is because instead of doing what you want to do, because if you're doing what you want to do, what you see a bigger vision off of, what you see a, like being a part of your purpose, like part of the reason why you're in the world, um, then you wouldn't really hesitate with doing it um, too much. Just like I did right there, you wouldn't be hesitant like that. You wouldn't be like, oh gosh, I have to get up and start doing the thing that I've been dreaming about or working towards my ability to travel like every week for the next several years of my life because of the job I'm working towards. Ah, oh, this sucks. No, you'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Woo! Woo! And sure, you might feel tired sometimes, but you're still, when you think about it, you're still going to have the motivation to do it. If you can see the... Like if you can see your end goal or you can see the meaning and the purpose behind it. Um, And when you don't really feel motivated for things um, or you feel like kind of inadequate about something or you feel like something that you used to do um, very well, just you can't do anymore. That's not because of how things actually are. And that's not because of what you actually can do or how like the world actually is or who you actually are. It's because of a belief that you've adopted or a way of seeing the world that you've adopted that isn't yours. You got it from somebody else. You didn't internally decide, oh, do you know what? This part of my life was going really well, but all of a sudden, I'm just going to choose to make it go terribly. Why not? That sounds good. No, it's because you adopted a belief that, or a way of being that changed that, and you weren't aware that, you've adopted that and you weren't aware that that whole part has changed until after he started seeing the negative results of it so it's like a lot of the things that used to be good but now are bad it's just like some other bull crap that you picked up from somebody else so validating even your ideas that you have um, now that you think are yours i would definitely put them through that same test because If one, if any part of your life is not going as well as you think it should be, there's probably something messed up with the way that you're looking at yourself, the way that you're looking at the world, or the way that, or what you believe about stuff in general. Or there's something wrong with what you believe, yeah, or the way that you look at yourself, what you believe your identity to be. And that's not something that you decided to, like, have crappy. That's something that you picked up from someone else or even how you interpreted what someone else did. And you've got to look through that. You've got to write it down. You've got to figure out what you believe. And then you've got to see if at any point in time or any situation or like see if you can invalidate it in any way. And then if you can, try and find something that would be more useful or more accurate and adopt that belief instead. And that that should just make everything better. Um, that's something that I've been doing um, pretty, pretty frequently for quite a while now, and that's been extremely, extremely helpful for me. And sometimes I forget about it. And I start like living my life based off of some belief that someone else said. And it the thing that I forgot, which is like it's, I, I think it's pretty dumb of me to forget because it's like really serious. The thing that I forgot, was, oh, I didn't randomly consciously decide to make this part of my life really shitty. Instead, I must have adopted a way of being from someone else. So I just have to look at, define my beliefs, evaluate them, try and invalidate them, make new ones, move on, live life, and then if that's going better, keep it. If it's going worse, same thing again.
0: Yeah. So, um, I totally agree with that. And, um, part of that in my life is where I work. I literally, I'm happy and I'm excited and I like what I do. And I'll literally tell people to ask me, how, how are you doing? Like, what's up? I'll be like, I'm living the dream. And they won't believe it. Like, oh yeah, right. But I actually am because I understand that to be happy, like get it, living the dream. Isn't just, isn't just you're there. Like the journey is part of the dream you don't just skip everything and get to the dream and your life's a million times better. That's not how it works. Part of the dream is a journey getting to the dream. And if the journey never ends and you enjoy the journey, then you will literally be living the dream because you are going towards something. And that's something Gary Vee does. He, his goal is to buy the New York Jets. But he, the reason he has that goal is because it's so far away. He has to make so much money to do it that like he can enjoy the journey, the process. He says he wakes up every day. He loves what he does. that, And that's because he enjoys the journey of going to buy the New York Jets. And he says that uh, explicitly many times in his videos, but basically the reason that I enjoy what I do is because it, I, I have a meaning in it. Like I understand like why I'm doing it. And maybe it's not like other, what other people would look at as, Oh, this is the best thing ever. But like, I look at it like this has meaning. Like this is important to me. This is part of the journey. This is part of the process. I enjoy this. I enjoy this journey. I enjoy this process. Maybe it's not like the best thing ever that anyone could ever be doing, but I don't look at it like that. I look at it like this is part of the journey. This is part of the process. I enjoy this because I have this goal that I'm reaching towards. And I'm not even a hundred percent sure exactly what I want to do, but I know I want to change the world and help people. And I know that having a job somewhere is part of that. And I'm happy with the people I've surrounded myself with. Like a lot of the people I work with are awesome and I really enjoy them. And like, that's an amazing thing that you can't get at many jobs. And so like, I enjoy that. I enjoy that part of my job and I enjoy being there and I don't enjoy 100% of it, but I enjoyed enough to where the fact where I can be smiling like 90% of the time and tell people I'm living the dream and genuinely, genuinely mean it, even if they can't understand it because I've adopted the belief that like this has meaning. And if you don't have meaning behind something, then it's like you can't find anything positive about it. A lot of people, their meaning behind their job is to pay their bills. Yes, that's part of the meaning behind my job. But you you already heard what I just said. That has deeper meaning already than what most people view their job as. So you have to have a deeper meaning for your job than just this is going to pay the bills. Otherwise, you're not really going to have much motivation. Like there's a lot of ways you can pay the bills. And you could probably find a job that would be less whatever, more this or more that. But at the end of the day, if that's your meaning behind working, you're not going to like work. So,
1: and on top of what Michael was talking about, um, that relates to something that I've learned about, um, that has been like psychologically proven, um, and like is deeply based on biology, like how our brain is structured and like how, like how we work, how we view the world, how we perceive the world. And I find that really interesting and I think it does relate to this topic a lot, um, so with that, um, it is. I do think it's very well described in a video um, that I'll post on my Twitter page um, this week. But an overview of it is essentially the way that people see the world is not in terms of objects and not in terms of, like, colors and things like that. We, like, we don't look at things as just like, oh, this is there and... Um, And that, that's how it is. That's the world is like, we don't really see everything when we look around um, a room or we focus on something. So like, basically how we perceive the world is when we or one, one, we have to have a goal. We have to have some kind of goal. It could be like a really big, grand, like lifelong goal of helping a million people with something or like something like that. Or it could be even a small goal as, oh, I'm hungry. I want to get some food from the fridge. Or, oh, I need to use the bathroom. And it, it it's like you have a ton of goals that are in your mind somehow or that you're doing and that you're trying to focus on. But either way, no matter what, you always have some kind of goal. And then the way that you actually see the stuff around you is in terms of if it is useful, if it would help you towards your goal, or if it is not useful and it will hinder you from your goal, or if it doesn't apply, if it doesn't matter, it doesn't really relate to it. Um, and that that's really interesting because like one thing that they found out is for when people, um, like if someone's doing an obstacle course and they see an object that's going to hinder them from their goal of like the finish line, before they even like have before they even conceptualize the object in front of them, like before they even fully see it, they have a negative physiological reaction to it because it's something that is annoying. It's something that's going to prevent them from doing what they want to do. And like that's really interesting that like the sensation, the physical or emotional sensation comes before you can identify what the thing is. And like, before you can even perceive it, like visually perceive it. And that is super interesting to me. And then that also happens in a positive way too. Like if you have, if you have like a goal of, um, yeah, like if you have a goal of getting some food, like, let's say you want a protein bar when you like, when you see the protein bar, like you have a positive physiological reaction to that before you actually perceive what it is. Um, like they they did that with like brain scans or something where that came first and then the perception came second. And, um, like even something that would help and especially things that would help you get towards your goal, get closer towards your goal are better. Like, let's say if you were looking at something and then you saw, you saw like a path towards the kitchen clear up, like a table was moved or you see the floor there, you just see the floor and like nothing else. Um, you're going to have a positive physiological reaction towards the floor um, to help you get to where you're going, and that and like that applies to everything. Like that applies to things, uh, no matter what goal you have. And then like the rest of it, like using that same example of like going to the kitchen and getting a protein bar, you don't notice most of it. Like most of it's irrelevant. Like yeah, you conceptualize it because it's like either on your path or. You also have another goal to like notice something else um, on some conscious or subconscious level. Um, But most of the things you don't notice, like if you're walking towards the kitchen and there's like a spider in the corner of the room that you could technically see with your peripheral vision, but it was just like sitting there, not really doing anything. And it was far away from you and it didn't matter. You just simply don't notice it. You don't care. Your brain's like, this doesn't matter to anything that I'm doing right now. And you actually don't perceive it until you have some kind of goal that helps you perceive that as something useful or something that would hinder you. And so, if you, along or bringing that like scientific explanation to the quote that I talked about and to what Michael talked about, about if something is actually your goal or you're just going through the motions and like, living someone else's life that really matters because like if it actually is one of your goals to do something you're going to feel positive emotion towards doing the things that will help you get closer towards achieving that goal like towards the things that will help you you'll feel that positive emotion towards Um, and then for the things that will hinder you you'll feel negative emotion towards if it's your goal but if it's like, if let's say you're going into work and your goal is to just like make it through the day, um, through the workday, which is a pretty low, low and a pretty lame goal and you can improve it no matter what your job is, like anything that you have to do throughout the day is just going to keep bringing negative emotion towards you. Like, oh, you've got to do like this stack of paperwork or, oh, you've got to um, call these people or, oh, you've got to do this thing by two. Like you're going to feel negative emotion towards each of those if your goal is to just get through the day. And therefore, anything you do is just kind of on someone else's agenda. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't help you. But if like, let's say you set a different goal for your workday, like your goal for the workday is to be more productive than you were yesterday, to help um, everyone else have an easier time doing their job and to be able to feel good, feel accomplished about what you did, like how you can produce that output as a human being and your capabilities um, like are proven through what you do, then that's a very different goal than I'm just going to make it throughout the day. And in turn, the more things that you get handed, the more responsibilities that you have to pick up along the day, you're going to feel positive emotion towards them because your goal is something to prove Your capabilities of what you can do and therefore every challenge that comes up is going to give you a burst of positive emotion and you're actually going to be excited for it and a really really interesting thing with all of that is that for the positive emotion that you feel um, when you come across things that will help you towards your goal um, that is increased based on how big the goal is. So if you have like this really massive goal of like, I want to help a million people, then the things that get you closer towards the goal are going to make you feel a lot better than if you just have a goal of, um, oh, I, I should eat around now. I'm going to get some food. And that that's really cool. That's like, that basically is just kind of more proof that you should set bigger goals of what you can do. And relating to the last thing, if you're going through the day and you don't feel good throughout most of what happens throughout the day, like you just feel like a negative impact when random stuff happens or most things happen, or like you just feel like a negative impact from nearly everything throughout your day, chances are it's because you're doing things that are outside of what you actually want to do. Now, if it's like something for a job or something that you actually have to do, you can reframe it. You can be like, okay, so this is going to help me accomplish like my long-term goals, my long-term vision of what I want to do. And also, if you don't have that, you should set that up because that's going to make nearly everything in your life a lot more enjoyable. And it might actually help you figure out different ways to get closer to what you want rather than what you're doing now.
0: All right, guys, to summarize, we talked about not judging yourself. And then we also talked about who you surround yourself with and surround yourself with people that see value in you. Then we also talked also, we talked about how to not believe beliefs that aren't true or that someone tries to get you to believe.
1: Then we also talked about if you're doing something that you think is kind of boring Um, or is out of place, you're probably not following your goals. You're probably following the goals that someone else has for you. You're doing the actions that they have for you instead of what you think is good for you. Then I also gave a brief overview of the way that um, they found out that humans see the world and perceive like obstacles or things that will help them towards a goal. And what you can do about that to make your life better. So, and then that that's a summary of what we did for some actionable steps. Um, first, regarding the first one, not judging yourself, it is think about a time where you weren't as productive as you thought you should be, or you felt like you've really screwed up. And then just choose to forgive yourself. Realize, oh, like, any, everything worked out pretty okay anyways. Like, you're still alive. You're still a human with a lot of value. It, it's okay. And it might actually be better that that happened. And then, from there, after you clear any, like, negative emotions from that, you can just move on. And a second actionable thing that you can do, besides obviously surrounding yourself with positive people who see value in you, is for when anyone, like, Anyone that you look up to or anyone tells you something about yourself or tells you about something that they think the world is or tells you any kind of belief, instead of accepting it and instead of looking for ways to confirm it, look for ways where it's invalid. Look for ways to invalidate it. And that will save you from just thinking about a lot of bullshit. And a third main actionable thing that um, you should do after the first two is to see what you're doing throughout the day and see what you don't feel very good about, um, like different actions that you're taking, different, um, like different tasks that you're doing. And then think about if that's aligning with your goals, like the goals that you have for yourself. And well, they're probably not if you don't like doing them. So for that, you can either write out like in the long run, what would be the best possible future you could imagine for yourself? Like if you've really worked out something, what is something that you could achieve that would make your life better or that would make your life and other people's lives better? And then based off of that, either a lot more things will become more enjoyable for you just because they support your main big goal, or you'll figure out different ways Um, to reach your main big goal faster, that would help you overall. And that would then make your life better too. And also um, for a lot of the other small things that like you just have to do throughout the day, um, basically no matter what, and like it's hard to conceptualize how it can tie into a big main achievable goal or like a big event in your life would be to have some kind of goal that's more emotional. Like, how can I become the person who can find joy in every situation? Or how can I become the person who can be happy no matter what I'm doing? And, like, therefore, basically everything that you do, you have an incentive to just be happy during it. And it's a choice, so you can. And that's cool.
0: Yeah, so that's the end of the Young and Not So Dumb podcast. Woo! Oh <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the Young and Not So Dumb podcast. Woo! Woo! Yeah, so my Twitter is Michael zzzz, with three z's, and Abe's is? Kurth. And we're going to post uh, new videos that were the most impactful for the week, and the other video that Abe told you he was going to in the podcast earlier, so enjoy.